last time I played Father Christmas I stood outside a department store A gang of kids came over and bugged me And knocked my reindeer to the floor He said, Father Christmas All right, it's Jamie's Driving Podcast. Oh, it is post-Thanksgiving. We are removed from uh, Turkey Day and all that jazz. So we are in the depth of, uh, I believe this is the fourth Christmas season that this program has been on the air. As part of that, we want to thank you for listening uh, for the past three years. Regardless, um, Tom's here with me. Uh, Paul, as you know, is uh, on vacation in Mount Everest. He chose a, a very interesting time to uh, go to uh, Mount Everest, considering you usually go to the springtime when it's warm and there's no like avalanches and shit. But he's going. He since he decided it's cheaper to go this time of year. Well, it's his Buddhist calling. It's he's, he explained to us after the show that he just feels the need to go this. Buddhist, as you said, his Buddhist makeup. So haven't heard from him. Um, he'll be back after he climbs the mountain. Uh, curious phone call that I got the other day. Someone claiming to be Paul. Um, he was some guy mumbling, crying for help or something like that, saying some individuals called up to him from some girls that we used when he was Paul was going on like uh, trips to promote the show and. Mm-hmm. You know, I I hung up on the person because I obviously I Paul's in Everest. There's no way he'd call me, but I just thought that was curious. Yeah, it's very curious. Very curious, but yes. Anyway, Tom and I are holding down the fort this week. Next week we will have a special guest with us as we do uh, a different movie that we're supposed to do today, Family Stone. Um. This week, though, we are going to be covering uh, something we didn't announce yet. That's Netflix's uh, The Christmas Chronicles, starring uh, Kurt Russell. A bit of a new movie. A bit of a new, yeah. We used to, you know, there's an occasional movie that we, this program has covered. Uh, modern movies, as you will, after the, the, the turn of the, the, the 21st century, as we're in right now. Um, Got to be honest with you guys, I'm thoroughly exhausted. I am thoroughly freaking exhausted. I think I got two hours of sleep last night. Had to wake up ass early to get my workout in because I had a 9 p.m. soccer session because I'm a coach for all three of my kids' teams. And this place was actually up by you, up uh, near you, I should say, Glenelg Country School. Yes. A very nice school, I would say. Very, very, very nice school. Very expensive to go there. I looked into it. I was like, God damn, twenty thousand. It is. It is very expensive. Kindergarten, Katie Garden. Right. So, and then promptly got back from that. Had to go over to the mother-in-law's house to rake some leaves, and that involved me breathing in probably the amount of a hefty, hefty cinch sack bag worth of <clears throat> particles. So as I'm, you know, blow, using a, the, the, the leaf blower and raking the leaves, you know, I feel my head, you know, becoming like a fucking blimp, the Goodyear blimp. You could see me floating over the fence and, and tattoo something on my ass. 
help me on my ass. And, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then I came over here, came back over here after that was done, took a shower, watched this pathetic SEC championship game. I hate Alabama. And then we're recording here, going live to tape, doing the Christmas Chronicles during the Christmas season. That's right. Yeah, that's me. That's me filling up some space here because you and I and my wife have a date with a fire pit after the show. That's right, fire pit. It's nothing like in the in, in the mid-Atlantic, a nice winter night. Well, actually, a late fall night, I should say. I, don't, I want to be meteorologically. No, that's meteorologically would be we're in winter month. But I want to be uh, Gregorian calendar correct, the equinox correct. That's right. That's right. So. Well, this means you got to be doing more talk in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's got to, got to, as 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 uh, Sam Wise would say to Bilbo, "Help me carry the load. Let me help you carry ca- carry the load." I'm not talking about the load that Craig carries from Curtis Bay. Right. He'll be here with us <clears throat> next week. He bet three hundred dollars on the game today, and he lost. <laughs> what, what, what's new? <laughs> hey, turn the gain up a little bit. You want, to turn the, you want me to turn the gain up a little bit? I'll turn the damn gain up. There you go. Is that better? That is better. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm turn seeing, the gain up for me, too. All right. I'm seeing my numbers over there, the thing. I'm like, okay, there we go. There we go. Ugh. So, yeah, so I'm working off of two hours of sleep. You look at your phone. Paul's somewhere in Everest. But we're going to carry you through this. It's a uh, Buddhist sabbatical. A Buddhist, yeah. But we do have a great lineup of holiday movies for Christmas movies. That's right. Christmas, Christmas. movies. And, 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 and today, this is what we're starting off with a would have a bit of a, a curveball for you. Oh, absolutely. Christmas Chronicles. This was one of your choices. And, and mm-hmm. next week, we have a humdinger of a movie with Craig. It's, it's funny because <laughs> I think we, have, we all have different opinions. Yeah. I think probably I am the most extreme hating You it. are, and then Craig is the other, <laughs> and I'm somewhere in the middle as usual. Floating in the middle. I despise that movie. Um, I can't stand Diane Keaton. I can't stand Craig T. Nelson in that movie. Uh, Claire Danes is irrelevant to me, and of course, uh, the Coup de Gravel, I Well, did I? Um, I just can't stand Sarah Jessica Parker, so hell with her. Hold that movie. We'll be previewing that next week. But today, we are doing the Christmas Chronicles. Netflix. A movie a from m- 2018. 18, people. It is a... Is a uh, let me pull my notes This is up. almost 20 years out of our wheelhouse. <laughs> almost 20 years. It's 20, 2018 Christmas comedy film <clears throat> directed by Clay Cadvis. From a screenplay by that, let me ask you this: This is a Netflix film. This is a Netflix-centric film, and as Netflix has proliferated into our homes, probably one of the greatest defeats I've ever suffered. Because I bought Netflix at like eighty bucks a share, sold it at one hundred thirty bucks a share, and it's like over six hundred bucks a share. Still kills me to this day. Still kills me to this day that that happened. Anyway, what do you? What is your impression of like? Because the studios expanded in Netflix, and it's, it's you know normally Paul would read uh, like the synopsis of it and give us like a breakdown of the films and all that, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And, but th- this is different. This is different because we don't have that. All I have is it had twenty million views on the first week. 
It's like right. You know, it's it's different. I can't go through a box. So there is no box office. Right. With that being said, what are your opinions? Like, what are your opinions of like these Netflix films, these Netflix productions? They're getting more and more big names involved. Do you look at them the same way as your like big, big top movies and shit like that? Your your big tent movies in the the box office, or is this, you know, or do you do you feel there's a difference in writing or anything like that? I think that's a difference in uh, it's a stratification of because. Uh, Whereas cable, you paid a fee, and then you got what you got, right? Yeah. With streaming, you have to have a reason mm-hmm. to uh, pay, and it's going to be Netflix, it's going to be Hulu, it's going to be you're, you're going you're to end up with five to ten after cable dies. Finally, you're going to end up with five to ten different streaming services. Now they're going to have to, you know, uh, convince you to part with your money. Yes. So they're getting better and better. Now, is it going to be box office level? No, and it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I think Disney Plus is learning that mm-hmm. because either because of uh, uh, box office results or because they got sued by actors. Actor and actress, actresses. Actresses. Well, I, I think they just want to be called actors. Now. Oh, they want to be actors? Oh, we got to be okay, – sorry, we have to be PC. They're, they're, they keep changing their mind, uh, I you know. F them anyway. Act torques. Actors. Act torques. Or act tricks. We gotta act tricks. We gotta have to, we have to have if a you're going for the Latin. non-binary. What is it? Non-binary name now these days. I don't even know. At tricks. Uh, they're not. They're not sure either. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> when, when you're you're faced week. with that, you know, you have a different you have a different expectation, right? right. When you have something in the box office, and so it's going to make them work harder, mm. and it's going to make streaming more valuable. So I think it's a good thing. I, I do. I do. I, I and I I agree, you're not getting the level of production that you see with the big box movies, just the money the amount of money that those big box movies put in, hundreds of millions of dollars sometimes. You just can't do that at Netflix. Yeah, but you know, some of these some of these Netflix and whatever movies, they're <laughs> they're way more interesting. Oh, I agree. I I, I what I tend to think is like the movies by and far to me have been okay. What I <clears throat> what I have actually liked on Netflix has been like their series. Like I think the The Witcher is wonderful. That's so, so far. So f- I, I, I it's you know current year we have to you know have yeah. that caveat there. It's we, it's so far. So far. It's good because there's only been one season and that we'll was before see. the great. That's that was before the great woke tide. And okay. you know, if 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 uh, the Witcher hands his Witcher sword over to some female character who doesn't deserve anything, yeah. sort of like Hawkeye is doing with his series. Uh, oh, Christ. you know that. I don't we'll, even watch. I can't. I we'll can't. see. <laughs> Please, it's becoming too cliche now. It's like becoming just like, here we go again. You know. You know, and if someone cared, they go, "Oh, we're not going to do it anymore." But since they don't care. You had to go, well, they're doing it for a reason. Yeah. So hopefully it doesn't happen to Pan, Pander Bear. Pander Bear. Disney's pandering bear. How was your vacation there, by the way? We haven't really talked about it. Oh, it was good. Uh, it was sunny. It was pretty good down there the whole week. Uh, it rained a couple of days, but uh, yeah, my in-laws like to go. Because uh, you were down there Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving week. You were, so, like, that is literally like one of the worst times to go. Thanksgiving day is was busy. Abysmal. That Friday? Black Friday, yeah, twice as bad. 
Awful. So so Thanksgiving Day, where did you go? Epcot. And you ate at Cape May, that, and that's in the Beach Club, if you're not Yeah, familiar. we went over, and then the next day we went to Epcot, too. And so you went was, to Epcot twice in a row? Uh, yeah, well, because we were right there. God bless and you. And so it was, good. It, it, was a, it was good, because we can compare the crowds. Thanksgiving was, it was busy. We could tell holiday day, holiday weekend, right? But Black Friday was just absurd. Black Friday was absurd. Have you, you seen it that busy before? Did you smell it? Yeah, but it was it was busy. Did it you, was the the smells that you smell. Of course, everybody's wearing a mask inside. Uh, but well, the bathrooms were based. Uh, no one's good. wearing a, no one's wearing a mask in the bathroom. <laughs> that's awesome. There's signs. Please wear a mask. All the yeah, men are like, whatever, whatever. I got no time to put a damn. Of course, mask all the on. women are lined up in line with their masks going. Yeah. you know. But all the men are like, eh, f this, yeah, whatever. We got no, we got no time for this <laughs> bullshit. Just leave us alone. <laughs> um. And even some people who were supposed to be wearing masks inside, they weren't doing it. So, oh, really? Oh, yeah. But like that matters when you're wall-to-wall people outside. Yeah, you, you know, the, the people in charge aren't going to, you know, get, yeah, they, they just, those those cast members, the employees there, have probably been yelled at so much. Uh, they're just like, whatever, you know? What are they going to do, fire me? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I think the mask mandates are dumb. Yeah. Uh, they've been proven not to do anything. Yeah. You know, people are like, well, doctors wear them. Well, doctors wear them. Mm-hmm. For like a small amount of time, and it's not to block viruses <laughs> that are smaller than the strands <laughs> in the mask. Hey, you're talking too much science, Tom. But it's like, I, I don't know. But anyway, you're back back to Disney World. You're, you're in Disney World. It's good. Had a good time. Spread was good. Uh, yeah, the week was good. Like I said, rained in the at the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was it. It was great. It was great. So nothing stood out to you this trip. You usually go down to Thanksgiving other week. Every every other year, nothing stood out. No. Kick off the holidays. Did you see the decorations there? The Christmas decorations. Decorations is good. Uh, uh, the what tree you, was good. That the the, the uh, light show on Spaceship Earth was really nice. Yeah, we haven't seen that. We are going in mid January, as you know. Um, now for Hero's birthday, I had so. seen this before, but the the stuff in the lake now, the the Stargate and yeah. the giant How, how's that Choco Tacos that are out there. Yeah. It's an eyesore. Is it really? I don't care how much people, you know, how much, how much awesome it is. It just—it's an eyesore. I, I've well, seen. It, it's not awesome. I, I mean, I've seen recordings of it. I haven't seen it live because we were never out there that late. I've always thought fireworks was an overrated con, like just overrated. Well, I liked Illuminations because had a story. Yeah. And it was like a sonata. It was in movements, yeah. right? Now, now and it's just throw a bunch of IP. And it was out about there. something. Yeah. Now it's just all IP. I mean, look, if I want to watch. Frozen. I yeah. watch Frozen. But if you, I want you, original content, yeah, I'll, that's what I want. It's yeah. but this is not original, and which sucks because Disney I mean, people, unfortunately, some people have this misconception that Disney and Disney World is just all IP. Disney is about Imagineering. Back well, or back in the day, it used to be. It, yeah, back in the day, it was not about IP. It, absolutely not. It, you had a couple of the old rides mm-hmm. like Peter Pan, Mr. Toads. Stuff like that, but the 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 move like there was never uh, no up until recently there wasn't a Little no. Mermaid ride even nope there and was that's Disney Renaissance right I mean exactly you have you you know you freaking think about what you had you had like Space Mountain that's not IP nope Big Thunder Mountain nope that ain't fucking IP Haunted Mansion but what you did have was you had companies that would sponsor rides yes like yes. you had the Astro Orbiter which was I think I think it was sponsored by TWA. Was Which it? is actually mentioned in one of the newer Mickey Mouse cartoons. Oh, uh, yeah, but you had every you had uh, what was it uh, the, the, the when you get off of uh, Spaceship Earth you had that that was 
General Motors and then Siemens. Yep. And you had they had sponsors sponsorships everywhere. Especially in Epcot. Right. I mean, you know, like uh what was that one? Uh, Horizons. What who did Horizons? I can't remember who I can't remember. But well, I mean, even when the park opened, they always had and companies that don't exist anymore. Yeah. Besides TWA. <laughs> um and, and that's fine, right? If people want to collaborate, I'm whatever. But now it's all, you know, your 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 kids have seen the movies a hundred times and now go to the park where they can see them again. <laughs> Okay, I agree. I, I guess um. <laughs> I, I know it, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, it just. It's interesting. It's interesting how Disney has shifted towards. But I think that's what they think people want. I. And I, I think in in a number of ways you have. Uh, you have people who are at the helm, not just Disney, but other things, mm-hmm. and they think people want one thing and they want another, and you know I might be giving them too much credit. It might just be well. We want to be as woke as possible, which is probably the case, uh, but it's still not what people want. Um, I, I, yeah, I agree. I, I, mean, I, told my, I told my wife, I said, Disney needs to focus less on being woke, uh, yes. singles and, and couples without kids and gay people. I agree. And they need to focus on families. Just families. That's what Disney World's about. You know, couples with, with kids. Yes. Couples with kids. That's what they need to focus on. Yes. What do they want? You know, because the- None of these- Four hundred pound, like purple hair, you know, bi- a non-binary uh, uh, weeble wobbles on the on the jets on the motor scooters hogging up space in parks, cramming <laughs> one thousand calorie cupcakes into their mouth. That they don't need. I think right, and I think long term, your fans are going to be the 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 the, the families. Okay. Right now, they're they're they have a glut of uh, fandom because of residual fandom, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not going to make anymore because, you know, by and large, gay people aren't having kids. Yeah, they don't have um, kids. And, and actually... Hashtag science. No, yeah, but you know who are also having kids? You have your... G- millennials aren't having kids. Well, that, and you have your, your... I mean, yes, they travel a lot. They spend a lot of money. They but do. they're going to do, do that anyway. You need to bring in the people who are, you know what? I've got two or three kids. Is it worth it to to spend the money? Yeah. Because those singles are going to go anyway because it's cheaper for them. Yes. It's, it's right? much cheaper, yeah. Um, I don't think they get it anymore. I think they've lost the, the plot, and that's why they keep putting IP and everything because they don't know what else to do. They don't feel it anymore. They don't feel the magic anymore. They've lost it, and I think it's going to be a long time before they find it again. I agree. I agree. Um, but, of course, they'll probably be okay. Um. Be- again, because they have residual fandom. Yeah. And people like us who are willing to wait it out. Yeah, we're waiting it out right now. We have, both you and I have a lot invested in Disney. Anyway, so you had a great time in Disney. You had the dam, you saw the Christmas. What is your favorite, what is your favorite, like, park for Christmas? If you're taking a family down there, what's your favorite park for that? Where do you think you would go to? And then add on to that, like, what is your favorite resort for Christmas down there? <clears throat> oh, it's tough. I-, I like, I mean, they're all decorated. Really well. Yeah. Hell yeah. I told, uh, I told my uh, in-laws, I said, How, my, my least favorite park, and I was having a conversation with someone, our, our least favorite park is Hollywood Studios because it's more like a business. Like, in order to get something done, you need to be there early, 
You need to make all your reservations um, because Ogus is so popular, because mm-hmm. Rise, because of Falcon. You you just can't wander around. Yeah, you got it's it's more slinky. As, everything is to me, so I think busy. Hollywood Studios. I I love Hollywood Studios for Christmas. Oh yeah, it's all time Christmas. Like yeah, that that main drag, yes. all the Art Deco. That's great. It's great. It's um, perfect. But like Magic Kingdom, I could I could wander around Money. and Money. I could Thank just you. view it and I could just you know and I and I could get in line for something. But you can't really do that without yeah. waiting ninety plus minutes for anything. In Hollywood Studios, because none of the shows are act- are act- well, not none, but some of the shows aren't active. Uh, they got more, but it's it's not. It doesn't absorb crowds as well as, as I agree. Some of the other it's parks a smaller do. park. This is a smaller park, right? So it's it's more like a business. You need you need to get yeah. like if you want to do anything, you 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 need to have that plan. You do. You do. And, you need to use that Disney Genie shit and all that. But the other ones, like Epcot, oh, I could just wander around. Yeah, just wander around. You can get there later. And all the different. Pavilions are decorated differently. So and it's, it's, and it's wonderful. Uh, that's what I like about Christmas. That's why like Epcot Christmas, you just walk around um, uh, World Showcase. I mean, you go to Germany. You got to go to Germany. got to go to Norway. Then you got to yep. go to England. You got to go to those three. Those are the most important to me in terms of if going to Christmas season. And, and France. Okay, France. But in order to – but really, you, you have to you – Because uh, I don't think Morocco cares. No, I don't. Uh, is, Morocco, is Morocco even around right now? I think they didn't they surrender their, their rights. Yeah, the the Kingdom of Morocco used to own that pavilion, and they don't anymore. They don't anymore. So right. now Disney's taking ownership of it, which I'm. I have to say, I'm not happy about. I I, I kind of like the fact that it was different. Right. Um, uh, but they, they had a choir in the uh, the American pavilion that they have the uh, the candle whatever they do for the holidays. Yeah. Awesome! Incredible. Right. Uh, we were. Over in the Italy Pavilion, uh, having a snack, and they we could hear them, and it was really nice. Uh, but Magic Kingdom is re- is really decked out as oh, yeah. usual. It's but, always yeah. But now it, it, you just have to figure out where you want to go, yeah. what, what crowds you want to fight. Yep. You know, I told people the best time to go is either late January, February, to where we're going, or second week of May. Yeah, that's when we're going. We're going in late January. Yeah, because because sec- well that that's good because it's a it's a slow time because yep. people are in school. Yep. May because it's after spring break, yep. but it's so close to the end of the year that nobody's going to take. You're that. not going to take your kids right. out for that, right? Right. Well, it's funny that we bring up World Showcase because since we're in the Christmas season, you know, we're talking about <clears throat> Christmas Chronicles, and I was like, okay, what can we talk about the Christmas Chronicles? Because it's one of those typical Christmas movies where you have like the one brother who's kind of a fucking derelict. Then you have, like, the one sweet girl who believes in Santa Claus and shit, you know. Then you got Santa Claus himself who <clears throat> comes down and gets fucked up. This, I mean, this, this story has been told how many times before? It is formulaic. It's like Santa Claus. It's fucking Elf. It's um, a missing one where, where the damn – I'm missing another movie where something happens to Santa Claus and, like, the kids need to save the motherfucker. But I, honestly, Nightmare Before Christmas could be one, too, in a way. But I honestly, I think this was done very well. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of Christmas Chronicle too. Uh, yeah, we're not either. <laughs> singing, singing calls, a little bit much for Jimmy. All right. It was okay, but Kurt Russell really. Oh, he he's he's the best. He is, he is he is a fantastic Santa Claus. He's a fantastic Santa Claus, and Goldie Hawn, who is his wife, who has aged like I don't know forty years in the past. Five, they caught up with her. <laughs> and eventually, 
you pay the toll. Pay the toll. But I was thinking, like, you know, you can watch Christmas Chronicles. You know, there's really not a whole lot to talk about in terms of like the the, the depth of, of the movie itself. Because as you say, it's it's rather formulaic, but it's it's for, it's a good formulaic in the sense that. You know, is it is it a movie that you would want your kids to say, Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's it's a. I mean, would you agree with that? No, I, we we watched it with uh, Kalen a couple weeks ago, and then I watched it again. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's your typical. They cu- save Christmas with Santa. Story. Yeah, but a couple of things that I liked about it mm-hmm. that were different were the the technology on the sleigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like that. I like the. The way they almost go into like a warp, yeah, that was done really well. I like the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, it's curious when you say North Pole how every, like all these different depictions of the North Pole are. And sometimes they're 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 odd. Sometimes it's uh, you know you can tell they got it from the old stop animation movies. You know yeah. they, they they just copied it. Yeah. Uh, but this one is they they did a good job there. It's all the old like. Like almost the the steampunk technology. Let me let me stop you there. What is your favorite North Pole depiction in all the shit? Why do I talk with this accent? This is not how I talk. What's your favorite North Pole depiction? I don't know. This one's got to be pretty good. Really? Um, yeah, because I I like the old everything has a has a gear or a wheel. It 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 it, it harkens back to technology from like a hundred hundred twenty years ago. I know it's it's so difficult. I mean. If you ask me, I like Prancer's depiction of North. I mean, that's an old school Christmas movie. We might right. cover that. I like the Polar Express's depiction of. That's that's a good one. Um, and of course, I like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer's depiction of North Pole. I like the year. Uh, what, what was it? What was it? What was the original one? The uh, strong what was it from Bass? We're in Bass. Rankin Bass. Uh, Santa Claus comes to town, you know, when he goes up there and yeah. Now, uh, what what I like about this one is, 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 is the, I hate elf, the, li- <laughs> the library of Christmas cards. Yeah. That is cool. And letters. It goes up and he has that again, all the little gears and the, and the, you know, the, it just seemed like it was functional yet comfortable. Comfortable, comfortable. I like the technology with the bag, and it fits in with the German. Like to me, when when I think of when I think of Santa Claus, you know, I think of the origins of Santa Claus. Talking about a little bit, and you know, where does Santa Claus come from? Where they originate from? You know, was one of the big ones that he comes from. He goes from fucking Europe, you know. Well, you know, some people like to paint him as either oh, uh, we'll get to that Turkish, or oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. No, no, no. Uh, like, or he's all over the place, right? We have Santa Claus, which we're going to talk about. I do want to talk about Santa Claus and his buddy. But I mean, the way he looks now is because oh, of Coca Cola. Yeah, America. Yeah, it's America. But in terms of the origins of Santa Claus and how right. the different depictions through him of Santa Claus. Um, and the origins of where he comes from uh, have spawned different versions of him. Right. Like Claus, And then you have, like, you know, even offshoots of the bad guys, like Krampus or Black Peter. 
We'll talk about Black Peter. Remember Black Peter? No. I think he's been eliminated. We'll talk about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but let's go. Before we get to that, let's talk. Let's talk about um, you know Christmas Chronicles. Yeah, just just in general, like you know, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Like uh, if you look at Robin, uh, Robin, Robin, Robin of Loxley, we just watched. Um, speaking of Robin Loxley, we just watched. Um, um, fucking Die Hard. <clears throat> I think I watched like Die Hard like fifty times during Christmas season. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, I'm one of the and Alan Rickman. I'm one of the apostates that thinks Die Hard is not a Christmas so movie. So you're you're an asshole. You are an asshole just because it takes place. You're, no. Or no, 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 no. Excuse me. No, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> but Alan Rickman's in that, as, yep. you, as as you do. And Alan Rickman is also in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Did, did we in a hot mill, you fool? Didn't we talk about? Um, did we talk about how he made up some of those lines? Was, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love Alan Rickman. How did we get here? I don't know. <laughs> what happened? What are you doing? It, the signal. Oh, no. there you go. Here, just just mess around. With it. Anyway, so Rotten Tomatoes gives it. Um, sixty-eight percent, based on fifty-nine reviews, with an average of six out of ten. The website's critical consensus reads: Viewers seeking a fresh holiday viewing option. Stop that. Are those simply in the mood for Santa Kurt Russell? Should find the Christmas Chronicle well worth a Yuletide stream. Well, I thought it was also very interesting the fact that he said he didn't do the. Uh Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. And like I said, and the technology with the sleigh, the... Which is off of from Elf as well. All that high-tech shit. I, I thought it was well done. I did. I'm not, no, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Melanie McFarlane of the Salon said the film's no great shakes, but Russell's star power in The Christmas Chronicles is a gift anyone should be happy to claim. Fucking doing. I'm trying to get... I feel like I'm playing with all the the, the old uh, rabbit ears right, on top whatever. of the TV. Whatever. So, <laughs> well, it's star. So, twenty million. Talk about star power next week. <laughs> but, there's, but there's a difference. I think the slight difference between star power mm-hmm. and actual acting. Yes. Uh, like the ensemble know, creds. Yeah. Because people aren't going. Oh, look, Kurt Russell. I'm going to watch that. Maybe some. I think he did a really, really good job. He did a fantastic job. And that's a different, that's something different. You can have a no name and have star power when their performance is concerned. I agree. You can have a star that absolutely does nothing. (laughs) I agree. And we've seen many of those. Um, It's really not that important. Really not that fucking important. I think that, uh, I think your splitter there only has power for one connection <laughs> oh well i'm i'm sorry people i'm i'm sorry my my bad um so any anything outstanding about this movie that you want to like to chime in about that's original in your mind or just uh well i mean there well anything, santa right? wasn't santa wasn't fat i mean okay and he, and he actually mentioned that Throughout the film, yeah, he was yeah. like, 
He's like, I don't look like that. I thought that was nice. I thought, actually, I thought Kurt Russell's uh, build face. I thought he made an excellent Santa. Well, well, let me let me explain. Let me let me say you. So you like Santa's play. Well, on Rotten Tomatoes, Alexander B. would disagree with you. I only gave us two stars. It started good, but the rest of the movie is idiotic. Idiotic. It is only a two-star movie to me because it was originally good until he messed up Santa Slay. I thought it was, I thought that was an excellent depiction of Santa Slay. In fact, I, I, I thought that maybe... I was waiting the whole movie when I first saw it. I was waiting the whole movie to, fi- to find out everyone's reaction when they realized... He was Santa Claus. It would almost be 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 like if you met. It would be above meeting a movie star mm-hmm. because Santa is a semi divine figure. He is. Well, he is because of his origins. So it would almost be like meeting Jesus or something. Yeah. And you know, and in the beginning, where he knows everyone's name, and he knows like, and he even speaks what Korean there with the yep. with the couple in the restaurant, and he goes and he knows. And the and the one the uh, the the hostess gets it, mm-hmm. she knows, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, yeah. And it's like those little moments like that. You're like, like this is great. I love that. I love those little things. The cops, the cops took some doing. Yeah, they did, of course. And I like I like the fact that he creates the tension on purpose mm-hmm. because he could have escaped and done all of this. Right from the get go, he could have, but he he he's he acted like he couldn't. You're exactly exactly acted like he couldn't. And you know he knew he had to do that for, I guess it's a re- redemption. It's kind of like a redemption arc, right? Mm-hmm. You know the 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 I uh, was it uh, Kate and Tyler or something like that. What's his? Yeah, he had you know he doesn't believe he, but he wrote that that letter anyway. Relics, you know, right. Same shit you Polar Express. <laughs> but it wasn't. I mean, no, seriously, that whole right. doubting stuff. But you know, really has like a. But that's fine though, because what fine. what is what is I mean, what's the cent one of the central themes of Santa? Believing, believe. right? I mean, more so than anything else. Yep, believe. Because if you don't believe, he doesn't even exist. Josh Groban would have you believe. Yeah. It is Josh Groban season. Josh. They trot his ass out there just like Mariah Carey. Oh yeah. And I don't think Christmas albums have gotten any better. No. I, I listen to so I have Sirius XM. Yes, we do. A lot of people do. Yes, we do. I listen to the Holiday Traditions. Yes, we do. Because the other two channels are just you don't like Hallmark. They win the other two channels. There's like eight. Well, on the radio, on the car, in the car. There's, there's three, three channels. There's Actually, the, they're coming out with more. I think on Monday. Are they? Or tomorrow they're launching a country Christmas, Motown Christmas. There's a few others they're going to put on the radio. Nah, just get, yeah. give me the Bing Crosby, you know. Holly Traditions. that sort of thing. Holly I, and Hallmark. Now, if you notice in Hallmark, well. Well, they. Well, I was listening to Hallmark because I, I didn't think. I stumbled okay. upon Holiday because I was looking yesterday. I, I was driving at the same time. And I'm trying to flip around and I saw Hallmark. And then, God. And then it was it was some it was the contemporary. I'm like, okay, maybe they switch back and forth, right? And then this they do inter like they have little interview uh oh, like, oh, yeah. like introducing their yes. song. And there's this woman, there's this girl, she's like, I wrote this song because I want everyone to be the same and inclusion and equity. I'm like, click, click, <laughs> click, click, burn the car. I'm oh, like, it's even better. It's even no, no, like, I, I'm not listening to that. It's bullshit. I, I got you better <laughs> now. It's like, you know, Hallmark's going is is buying the you know, hook line singer is like 
Hi, I'm I'm Peter McGavin of the new uh, Hallmark Christmas movie, uh, A Christmas in Tinkletown. It's about um, I play Peter, who is a uh, Wall Street professional, and I go home to uh, uh, Tinkletown with my husband Troy, <laughs> and uh, Troy and I have an argument, and we find love with other gentlemen in the town as well. Uh, I really liked making this movie. It was great making with everybody <laughs> else. I had some, you know. I had some lovely times. This is one of my favorite Christmas uh, songs of all time. This is all, uh, you know, I'll be home for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Same shit. It's over and over again. Hi, I'm uh, I'm Chuck McChuck, and I play you know Lloyd in uh, an Irish Christmas. And uh, uh, this movie's about um, Lloyd and his husband um, Joseph going home to um, fucking Belfast, Ireland. And we have a good old Irish Christmas. It's like, oh, I'm sure you do. Here we freaking go again. <laughs> Same shit over and over again. There And there's none of that on holiday tradition. None of that. None of that crap. It's Bing Crosby. And Bing freaking Crosby. It's all that good stuff that is about the holidays, yes. not about who you're doing up to, you know what. <laughs> and the whole, and all this the other, old coal shoot, if and, you will. You know, <laughs> diversity, inclusion, and equity. <laughs> or like we like to say, die. And ho- <laughs> Holly is just horrible. I can't listen to Holly. I it's like freaking um um oh jeez Justin Bieber with under the tree under the tree under the tree oh god it, it again just like we talked about Disney losing the plot yeah I I think contemporary contemporary artists who who make Christmas songs lost the plot twenty or thirty yes. years ago. Just give me I'll be home for Christmas. That's all I want to hear. That's such a sad song. You notice all these songs are sad. You, um, so, um, have yourself a merry Merry Christmas. Look up the original oh, lyrics for that. Oh my God! Yeah, I, like, I know what you're talking before about. Before they changed it. Yep. Who? And you still have mature individuals from a hundred years ago mm. who don't have to be freaking gay all the time. Yes. And you had they they had sadness. They had grief, but they were adults about it. Yes. Now you have sadness and grief, and it's like some white person's fault. As you do. And so it's just... As you do. You know, people can't accept things anymore. It they always has to be can. someone's fault. It, it just can't be, you know what? We're going to get through this. We're, we're, yeah, exactly. It, exactly. Can't, it can't... That can't happen anymore. And it, it's sad. And, and you do the best you can to teach your kids not to be, you know, jack-offs who blame everyone else for everything. You try their best. Yeah. But the thing is, and a good thing... And hope our kids will be that above. Well, that our, our kids will be above the curve. So, anyway, back to uh, Christmas crowd. So I was, I was thinking, like, like, what are we going to talk about for an hour? Because again, Christmas Chronicles follows the same, sort of, sort of. But like I said, it has to follow it in yeah. in some way. It's a Christmas movie. That's what you want to see. Because you want to believe. Because believing in Santa, whether you know whether progressives like to admit it or not, believing in Santa is the same as believing in. Someone else. Yeah, some some higher power that, you know. It's it's an allegory on yes. belief, right? Yes, it is. Just like Narnia. Right. It's all these things. Aslan. So. Gainoff coming back. That's right. So you have that. So you have to have that in a Christmas movie. Yes. Whether you admit there are Christmas movies or holiday movies or winter movies or end of the year movies or whatever words we're going to use in the future to describe this time of year. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be the, that that's it. And if it does not have that, it is not 
a Christmas movie. It just happens to be take place at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I don't fault that. I I like to point out the things that it did better. I think Kurt Russell was an excellent Santa. He didn't make fun of it. He didn't lampoon it. Didn't lampoon it. He wasn't you. like, oh, look, isn't this silly? I'm Santa. You know, they didn't, you know, like, like even Elf does that with, with an elf. You know, he th- th- the whole movie is, it's, it's almost like him lampooning the fact that, el- that he's an elf. Yeah, right. Not that he's a real elf. He's in fact, I like the elves in this movie. Yes. They're Some like people little, like them, so little they're gremlins. Little gremlins. But in the original, Santa was also an elf. Yes, he was. But I like the fact that he's a uh, human. Uh, <laughs> but the, I, I liked the, so I liked the depiction. I liked the, the little twist here and there. Um, I liked his outfit. I thought it was a very nice Santa outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was traditional yet not believable, but, but practical, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like that could have been Santa. Yeah. Like, it, it, not you over know. The top. Not over the top. But. Right. Like, like that could exist. Outside of a Hollywood costume, I agree. Show. I agree. Um, which is cool. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and, provides like a sense of realism to it. And Kurt Russell seemed like a real Santa, not yes. like a mall Santa, but a real Santa a real that Santa. had that had issues. Like yes. he needs to. This is his time of year. Yes. Uh, he's under a little bit of stress. A little bit of stress. A little bit of stress. But he knows. He knows that little kids, because he knew. He knew those. He knew Kate and what is his name? I had it on my Tyler. Phone. Hold on. You look at the look at the cast. Um, <laughs> he he knew what their problems were before, you know, when he crashes, and they're and they're there. Well, even when they get in their sleigh, he knows. Mm-hmm. So the entire story is for them mm-hmm. and the people that he meets. I right. think he takes that opportunity to to spread some Christmas cheer. Christmas because he has that watch that tells him the Christmas cheers. Already pretty low. Yeah, he needs to get that up. And that's another right. thing with copies off of Elf and other things about having the belief and all. But it's, a, it's fine. It's what Christmas movies are about. It's about belief. Right. And so I, I like that aspect. I like the different reactions people had to him. Um, I guess I like the North Pole. Um, yeah. The only thing I didn't like was, was the little musical number in the middle was okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I understand why they wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Track. But well, since the we rest got, of it was fine. We got, yeah, you know, we got, and the effects were fine. Yeah. What would now? Let me. We got 15 minutes left. What would you give this movie? I liked it. I like uh, eight. Eight. I like it's, it. It's fair. I, w- I would say, I would give it a 7.5, seven point five seven. I was somewhere around that. I mean, I'd watch it every year. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you can't watch every year. I mean, just like Rudolph. And Frosty the Snowman and Charlie Brown, all these things. I haven't watched Frosty so far. We haven't watched uh, either one of those. Um, we watched Charlie Brown. We haven't watched a lot of Rankin Bash yet. We have. To. Uh, I'm waiting for them yeah. to outlaw those movies. What's that? They're going to find a reason to outlaw those movies. You know that. I I, I have them on. Co- I have copies. Good, good. Because right, I I I told Allison. I said I'm. I have copies of all the things that I care about, in case they either a get outlawed or b get changed. Something's gonna happen to to make them politically correct. Whatever whatever the left believes that particular day, whatever you know day it is, and they say, oh well, we need to outlaw this. Well, I have a copy. 
Yes. You, know, you can't depend on, well, I have an Amazon Prime membership. Well, they change their copies. Exactly. They change their copies. <laughs> like, that's I never like getting the whole digital downloads. Like, no, I want You have no control. Time. Exactly. Just like the cloud. You have, you know, no control. ultimately, your, control. your data is on someone else's shit. Yep. Exactly. That's what it is. Yep. Well, it's everywhere. It is everywhere, but it's up to them. <laughs> so ultimately. Something about like okay, so so we talked about you know the the, the World Showcase and Disney World and, and Epcot and all the different forms or manifestations of Santa Claus. Okay, right. So I'm, I'm like researching like what can we talk about this episode, and that's when I stumbled upon Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas, also known as Saint Nicholas, is Netherlands. It's a, it's a Dutch thing. Um, he's recognized by the red cape and the red mitre and his long white beard. So there's a lot of similarities. And, of course, goes back to St. Nicholas. Um, it was either Turkish, Greek, Polish. One of the, one of the, all of the above. So what happens is, and, and, and it's, it's, it's interesting how you have these different traditions in different countries. So you have, he arrives every year in, <clears throat> in Dutch in mid-November on a steamboat filled with gifts and together with the, with his helpers, all referred to as Pete or Peter. We'll on that later. Now, of course, because of COVID-19, his uh, arrival in Netherlands. Oh, yeah, I, I heard they're going crazy over there. Yeah, they're going nuts again. Yeah, yeah they, they weren't. They weren't, but now, now they're going crazy. They came to a secret location. Ah. Nobody else could come to. All right. So for children, that means... What, so... What they do, if if uh, we have a we have a in America we have it sort of like that. Um, and it wouldn't does it. Saint Nicholas Day, which is tomorrow. Oh, is it? It's tomorrow, uh, December fifth. They uh, put their shoes next to the chimney on the back door at night. Santa Claus rides across rooftops on his white horse. Who else rides a white horse? I know. Oh, I know you know. Odin. Actually, it's like a fucking six-legged. No, oh, it is a six-legged <laughs> horse. I thought you were going to say Gandalf, because isn't Shadowfax Shadow a white horse? Shadowfax, there you go. Um, and places little treats or gifts in the children's shoes. This is by his helpers. Doesn't the, uh, that, the, the, the Spanish do that too, right? I don't know about that, because I didn't research that. No, I heard the Spanish do that too. But a lot of these traditions could be related uh, because the... Uh, uh, the Habsburgs, uh, mm-hmm. the Holy Roman Empire, had part of Spain for a while. They did. They did. Everybody had part of Spain for a while. I feel like more like recently, Spain is like you know has been freaking through a lot. I mean, freaking Muslims controlled Spain for quite oh yeah for, for quite a while, six hundred years. Yeah, interesting. Nah, but the Crusades are our fault. <laughs> That's right. It's all our fault, you know. Because I'm not critically thinking. Yeah. Oh, by the way, his uh, Santa Claus is um, white. What horse is called Amerigo? Oh, there you go. Um, so he's helped by these Peters. Uh, Trissel sweets are gingerbread men, spiced biscuits, marzipan. What is marzipan? Do you know what marzipan is? What, what the hell is marzipan? I do. I can't describe. I, I. Well, thank you for that. I'm sorry. I do, but I. And I, chocolate I, letters. Chocolate what? So chocolate letters. I guess. Letters. Yeah, so if your name is Susan, you get a chocolate S. I thought people with longer names got more chocolate. I don't, I don't know. The holiday itself is celebrated in the 5th of December. 
when gifts are exchanged, children sing songs to Santa Claus, the top of their lungs, of course, they're probably covered with freaking masks right now. And actually, they're probably not allowed to sing. No, they're no singing. <laughs> yeah. Until they hear a knock on the door. So they got these kids the knock. So that's really. Well, the knock at the door is probably with the government taking them away to a <laughs> this, COVID concentration camp. This creates an issue these days because if they sing, then they get to the COVID concentration camp, you said. No, what, what, what do they call them in Australia? The voluntary. Oh, yeah, the voluntary concentration. That's surrounded by barbed wire. I mean, it's like stupid. <laughs> Japanese Americans know all about voluntary concentration camps, right? right yeah. there you go there. Um, so if they sing their ass off, or in this case, they whisper this year, they've been good. They will get a bag filled with gifts just outside their door. Um, but if they're bad, something else happens to them. We'll get to that right quick. You keep teasing stuff. Huh? You keep teasing There's stuff. There's been a lot of discussion about the appearance of the traditional Pete. In the past few years, these days are more brightly colored rainbow and suit and chimney peaton. Some even wear no stage makeup at all. So, well, that sounds nice. Well, the problem is, is you have as as part of this, um, uh, the naughty children. As a Sinterklaas story, you okay? Yeah. As a Sinterklaas story goes, get Zwart Piet. A dark-skinned figure who follows Cinder Claus around on his trips, Zwart Pete helps Cinder Claus wrap up presents and get things done, but he also punishes children who misbehaved. Mm. Many Dutch people dress up as Zwart Pete, which literally translates to Black Pete, to celebrate the holiday by donning a curly wig, big gold earrings, red lips, and blackface. Yes. However, the practice has been increasing criticisms for its racist depiction of black people. Even though he is supposed to be a follower of Santa Claus. I figured it was just covered in coal. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as Netherlands grapples with its history of colonialism and slavery. So dumb. Yes, it's it's so dumb. So what happens like uh, uh, Santa Claus gets presents and the naughty kids. Now you have Krampus or uh, Belsnickel, as you know. There's this lineage of like bad people. So it's not just like solely concentrated on Black Peter. It's just the idea of there is a ying to Nicholas's yang. And that is <clears throat> in this form of Krampus, Belsnickel, or Black Peter. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in America, we have a little less. You get coal in your stocking. Which is which is what color? Black. Or oh, oh my gosh! Maybe there could be a nap. Maybe not. Yes. So the demons, you know, beat they beat the children with sticks, eat them, or kidnap them. Um, and people who are like, wow, that's really that's really uh, aggressive. I, I guess you've never read any of the original Grimm's fairy tales. Oh, or, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, read the original Cinderella or any of the any of the things that Disney does. Yeah. The uh, Cinderella, Rapunzel, read any of the original ones. They're, I mean, in order to the stepdaughter, in order to fit, you know how they try the shoe on at the end? Mm-hmm. In order, the slipper, 
the glass slipper. In order to do that, the one sister cuts off her heel yeah. and her, some of her toes. Yes. Yes. Wow. Isn't that that's, that's not brutal. That's not in the movie. According to political size, Joe K. Hermes, Schweckspin's idea of dark-skinned, curly-haired Santa Claus helper, Black Pete, may have been inspired, may have been inspired by his encounter with the royal family's black slave. Some scholars suggest Black Pete's story come from German mythology, which involved rituals in which people darken their faces to resemble terrifying devil-like creatures. Could be. Which sounds a little bit, you know, more I mean, likely. I mean, have you looked at the uh, some of the demon faces over in Japan? Yeah. There, some of them are black. Some, some of them are red. red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting shit here, people. Um, so, yeah, so he, you know, he arrives. So you got the whole, this one aspect of, 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 of uh, St. Nicholas. But again, they're attacking Black Peter now. Mm. I mean, look, if I went to. He's racist. If I went to Zimbabwe and they had a tradition where someone shows up and he has a white helper named White. Gives a shit. White Jeff. Or white white and Bayway or someone, and I'm like, I'd show up and I'm like, look, that's who I am. Woo! <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you know, I'm gonna participate. We don't care. We don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. I, I give I, I give two shits. So what do you what do you, what do you give this movie? I said seven I seven, seven, and seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. Eight. I yeah. I liked it. But again, I, I like Kurt Russell. I thought he was uh he was good. Well he was um what was that planet? He was the planet in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Hold on. Ego. Ego. I thought he was good there. He was great there. Cut fucking Russell. Come on. Wasn't Escape that, was, from wherever. Wasn't that like Walt Disney's last words? <laughs> it's Kurt Re- fucking Russell. Reportedly. Probably. Something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Well, that's enough for this week. I it think we're enough. good. That's enough. Um, next week, we'll be back. It's going to be a great discussion. I think it is. Yeah. NPR bag. (laughs) NPR bag. Mr. Ed. (laughs) What's wrong with this movie? Simp Craig. It's it's, it's like the the original simp. I understand where he's coming from. We'll get into the next one. I understand where he's coming from. Okay. Okay. What the hell is going on up there? I don't know. Let's find out. All right, we'll be back next week with The Family Stone. Bye-bye.